What do you call two guys that were there when this happened? Back to return at Spurlock. Michael Spurlock at the 10. He's to the 20. He's to the 25. Or the 30. To the 40-yard line. We could see history. 50, 40, to the 30-yard line. Run, Michael. Run, Michael. Run, Michael. Run. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. There you go. And that 62-yard field goal attempt. It is good. That's good. Eagles. Who can forget? Again, I'm looking again. Those up the middle. That's hey, intercepted at the Derek 40. Brooks. Derek Brooks, 30. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Derek Brooks, the most valuable player in the National Football League. There it is. The dagger's in. We're going to win the Super Bowl. We call them the Salty Dogs. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Salty Dogs podcast. Another week, another podcast, Jeff. Uh, another week. Uh, another game we didn't like, but yeah, hopefully that's just one. Like uh, is not a word yeah. that is in my vocabulary right so now. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. We're going to talk a little bit about the uh, 49ers game, the upcoming Carolina game, because they're practically back-to-back. We're going to have Jordan Whitehead on here yep. in the next segment, and then we'll get to your questions. I just said tuning in. Do you tune in? I guess you don't tune into a podcast. Well, no, I think you, you click just, a button. You, yeah, you punch it. Thanks for punching that button, everyone. Yes. Thanks for knowing that you're, we're here. That's very appreciative. So, Jeff, um, mm. at 49ers game, it, it feels like one that got away. Uh, I'm sure – now this is funny because Coach said it and a lot of players have said, we feel like we beat ourselves. You know, we self-inflicted wounds. And you know if you were on the other side of this game, if you're the 49ers, you're, you're feeling like, well, no, we beat you. And mm. if you made mistakes, it's because we made you make mistakes. But really it does feel like these were – Self-inflicted ones. You could, you could certainly tell it was week one in the NFL because there were a lot of penalties all over the place. I hope but that's not a trend. It, no, I think it's just week one. But, but there were a lot of games with a lot of penalties. And certainly when you say you beat yourself, yeah, because a couple times you scored a touchdown and you got caught on a holding penalty. Yeah. And that's one was stinks. questionable. Right. Okay. I feel so. And legitimately we called it that way or not. When I say we, I say Buckers Radio was looking at it. Dave, Dave felt that that was kind of ticky. You're talking about the one, the first one when Demar kicked uh, DeMar, out. Yes, and that and was that's his job. He's supposed to like kick he it was out. Still, he looked like he did exactly what he was supposed to. Do. Now I wasn't standing right next to him, so I don't know if he had a hold of the guy, but it didn't look like no. it to my eyes. No, and and it's a shame when you get a penalty for when you feel like you did exactly what you're supposed to do. Well, yeah, and it's not one of those when you're in that situation. I, uh, you know, you've, it's it's. You could call holding on every play if you wanted to. I mean, there's holding on every. play. I think play. they did. Yes, at times. <laughs> yeah, but but it it you know when it goes when it goes in your favor you go yay and when it goes against you you're not happy and they had a couple touchdowns called. That's back, true. They 100 uh, percent did um, because of a penalty. So right. that was that was that officiating crew how they were calling the game. Well, it's the first time ref. Well, yeah. When he says, "Hey, TV wants a timeout," <laughs> I said, "Hey, thanks." I was wondering if they wanted a timeout. Um, so before we stray into any mm-hmm. dangerous area, yeah, let's no, stop no. talking about no, the no, rest, just, there were also um, I'm just calling turnovers. them as I see them. There were also turnovers. <clears throat> yes, there were turnovers. Um, uh, inopportune un- time, uncharacteristic by OJ. The the fumble and then also and, the ball that went through his hands. And he did, yeah, the one he, he <clears throat> that that should have been a catch. I mean, he's it. It, you know, it came in kind of hot. I'll give you. Yes. I'll give him credit, but yes. I mean, they obviously expect him to catch it, and he normally will. I'm sure he'd be the first one to say that he would normally catch that. Yeah, and it, I guess. I guess the best analogy was the team was not crisp. Yeah, but there were stretches. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here's what I'll say about the offense, because um, I don't think we can really ding the defense. The defense mm-hmm. played well enough to win. No, I was really excited about the way the defense they played. played. They gave up 13 points, right? No, 
Seven? No, seven, three, three. Well, th they, let's see, two touchdowns they, were off of takeover. Right. Or, so that's turnovers. 14 off. So they gave up 17, 17 points. points. God, they gave up 17 points. Do they have a two-point conversion? Yes. Okay, so they gave up whatever. They gave up 16 points. The last touchdown, they three did a two. Goals they, the last touchdown, Denver did a two. They were 0 for, the, the 49ers were 0 for 3 in the red zone, which is, if it's the beginning of a trend for this defense, that will be one of the biggest improvements of anywhere in the league because we were the worst defense in the red zone right. last year. Once they got in there, they generally scored touchdowns. Mm -hmm. 0 for 3 is great. I had to go back four years to find another game where we went 0 for 3 or more on defense in the red zone. So that's very, very encouraging. So... I think we feel good about the defense. It's, they got a tough test this week um, on a short week. The offense, here's what I think was the issue. The receivers, the pass catchers were not getting separation most of the day. And I don't know what caused yeah, that because those are the – those are some – that's like maybe the most talented group on the team is our receivers and tight ends together, the pass catchers. Yep. And the pass offense usually is very prolific. And I felt like Jameis Winston didn't have a lot of really open windows. He didn't have wide open guys almost never. And so – there were a lot of contested passes. There were a lot of times when he held the ball, and you're like, he's holding it too long, but they just couldn't find a guy open, and at least he didn't, for the most part, throw into dangerous situations. Yeah, I, I think uh, I don't think Mike was up to full speed. I don't think he's yeah, – he, he Mike's not going to say it. He's not going to say anything, but um, you could tell I, I don't think he was he was at full speed, and, and you're right about the separation. Um, but in, in that aspect, if they take him out, then I thought I really thought Chris Godwin was going to have a big, big day. Yeah, and he did have uh, and he had 58 a, a, yards. Yeah, he had a good day, but not not that stellar day. I think that's because uh, you know a rising tide lifts all boats. If mm -hmm. they if the offense was having more sustained drives, you have more plays. I think we only had about 60 offensive plays. If you have 80 instead. Chris Godwin probably has three or four more catches. Yeah, I totally agree. Because you look at it, nobody had more than four, and that was Dare Ngubawale with the dump-offs at the end mm -hmm. and O.J. Howard. And that's unusual for nobody on our team to have more than four catches. But the ball was spread around, and there weren't that many opportunities. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, you, you talk about penalties. You talk about miscues. But, you know, in, in, in fairness, if you're up to your game, you, you shouldn't be making those mistakes. Yeah, and fair. And so with, with – as much as I don't like to see those mistakes, the other part of me goes, that is correctable, and it doesn't take a whole lot to correct it. You didn't get physically overwhelmed. No. You and were not shoved around. I don't think and you that's were outcoached. No. You weren't outcoached. The, 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 the clock the, management wasn't bad. The line was, play was fine. Uh, calling for replay at the right times yeah. was there. Um, You'd feel a lot worse if we lost this game because, like, the offensive line couldn't hold back a very good – San Francisco front. Four, four first round plus, picks. Plus D Ford. Don't forget that. Yeah, That's not I'm, even counting D Ford. Yes. So, yeah, I, I. We don't feel good about this game. No, we I don't, don't feel good no, about it at all. Not at all. And, 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 and it puts us in a tough position because if we. It, it, I'm sure we're underdogs in Carolina. No question. So if you come out, if you can't overcome that, and you come out 0 2 to start the season, and then you have one home game, and then you have six straight weeks you're not at home, it's a tough road. It, and it gets tougher. It, there's no cannot argue one point that you said so it's a big game but i do look at it though too is that and i said this last year and and uh when we were one and oh we when we were two and oh you don't know what team you have until you get into october yeah you said that and um you know last year two and oh fell apart after that and it fell apart so three wins the rest of the way so in this particular instance, you know, you don't know what the team is. I think it was I, I, I think the reason why it hurt so much as a loss for, for fans or the disappointment of, of people is it was a pretty exciting buildup 
Yeah. Um, you, you know, you, you get an opening day. Uh, it was a gorgeous day, hot as yeah, all Hades. Gorgeous if you like extraordinarily hot. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, with no rain. Right, no, it was cloudless. No, no cloud. You know, you didn't have that thunder. You didn't have any of that. Didn't have a lightning delay. And uh, <laughs> the, the energy in the stadium was certainly there. It all mm-hmm. started out with Tim McGraw and that yeah, concert. That came off really, yeah. really well. Um, precision work there. They started at 210. They ended. The teams were able to go on the field. It didn't affect any of football type mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and, and so that was, I think, I think what you get, you play a game like that and you get to where you want to be. And that is you're a score away from winning the game. You have time on the clock to do it. If you do the final drive, Mm -hmm. I think what hurt so bad was the drive ended one play, one play that I think just sucked everything out at that point. Well, it, it was over at that point. <clears throat> it was Win- Winston Jameis. That was his worst play of the game. And, mm-hmm. and coach, and you know, th- he's, he's taken a lot of heat this Tons. week. And, um, and that's understandable because you see three picks and, and coach has made it clear in his analysis of the three interceptions that two of them were not really Jameis's fault. The, the one, the pick six by Richard Sherman, uh, Peyton Barber was supposed to run, uh, about two yards shorter, and if he had run and turned around, he'd have been right there on time for the pass. Uh, yeah. Now Richard Sherman is looking at the play, mm-hmm. so he could react to it, mm-hmm. and Peyton's just getting his head around. It's funny you say that because um, during the during the broadcast, Dave picked that up. Did he? immediately? He's good. He's really good. Yeah, because yeah, even coach wasn't even coach at the time after the game. He's like, yeah, we shouldn't throw that pass against Richard Sherman but then with they the running back. But then he looked at the tape and said, you and know, now that I look at the tape, I see that Peyton Barber ran his route too far. And Dave also has the luxury of seeing a couple of replays. And not only what you see in the stadium, but he's also seeing what, you know, what the truck feed is replaying. Oh, yeah. Um, but he, he immediately jumped on that. And, and um, yeah, you're right. I, it, you, but then it's a miscue. So, you, you, you know, yeah. you didn't do I what mean, you yeah, were supposed yeah, to I'm do. Yeah, I'm not trying to absolve anybody. Right. I'm just saying um, it – if you want to look at the stats and say Jameis threw three interceptions, two pick sixes, that's true, and it's going to make you feel less confident. But it's fair also to share the blame mm-hmm. and and to say that Jameis wasn't as bad as those numbers look. You get you get all the credit when you're the quarterback when you win, and you're going to take all the heat. Yeah, when I don't you think lose. it was a, I don't think it was a good game, but it no. wasn't a horrific game like mm-hmm. the stats make it look. No, now, that last one was a very bad decision, and that's the one that really hurts. Well, yes, because everybody, whether you ever played football or not, you're saying you never throw it in the field. You always. Yeah, coach thought he was trying to throw it out of bounds. Yeah, of course he did get a a very unusual intentional grounding penalty for throwing one out of the back of the end zone. Well, yes and no, but what happened there was he, he, you know, he He wasn't close to the receiver, right? Well, there was no receiver in that corner. He wasn't in the corner. He was more farther. Had had he thrown? And again, this is an explanation that Dave gave was he was in the tackle box. Had he thrown it through the through the uh, goalpost because Cam was there? Yeah. Okay, now he not, Cam wasn't necessarily open, but the receiver no, was there. He doesn't have yeah. to be. He could throw it out of right. bounds, and you're good. What he did was, I th- for whatever reason, whether he didn't see him or what, whatever, I, I can't answer that question, but he threw it into the corner, and there was nobody It's still there. kind of a silly rule, though, because either way, you're clearly throwing the ball away where nobody can possibly catch it, but 
it has to go over a guy's head. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you can't just. But you know, if you if I'm trying to tackle you and you're the quarterback, but I'm he about could have to get just it. as easily thrown it over somebody's head. He just didn't. Correct. Correct. So, so and, and, and I, don't know, I think it's and, a silly rule. It, it, well, yeah, but it is a rule, so you have to follow along. But um, rules are meant to be broken <laughs> and then get penalized for it. Well, yes, it was a loss of downs and that hurt. Yeah, because if it, otherwise it was, there was also a holding no, on that a, play, and right. they would have taken that and, instead of being second and twenty or whatever, it would have been first and twenty. And anytime you know, I. I don't know what the official stat is, but anytime you're in the red zone and you take a penalty, it just it kills your it drive. Bad, yeah. yeah, it's just not good. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I think again, it, it is. Um, I do like how Bruce Arians is handling this week right now. I, um, well, he's got the for fans that don't know, he's got the players running it. Yesterday was sort of walkthrough speed. Mm-hmm. Today they were kind of at jog speed, he, and they're doing it in the indoor facility to yep. get them out of the heat. Um, and tomorrow they're going to run a little bit, he said. So they're just trying to get their legs back. Get them right? That's loose. the whole idea is to get your legs back. And, and a ton of meetings. A lot, yeah, a lot of, of a meetings. Lot of well, there's a, like, I was, like uh, I'll be talking to Jordan about, um, there's a lot to learn about this. There's a lot that these guys, this is a tougher team to prepare for because of all that they do mm-hmm. on offense. So and, it's and tough we, on a short week. Then we travel when we travel Wednesday, which would be tomorrow as we record this. Right. And, um, you know, we'll get into Charlotte around five. They have a, you know, a meetings. dinner break. Well, they, they have just a small dinner break or a couple hours, and then they're in meetings, it's like yeah. you said. And then they have meetings on Thursday also uh, before the game. So um, it's nonstop. It, it, it's tough. Um, you know, I, I know the fans love Thursday night football, but, but it's tough. It's tough on the players, but it's also, I mean, I, I, I don't I, love I, Thursday night football. I, I'll I'll take an extra night of football. I do like sure. that, but I don't. It's not worth it to me because everybody everybody involved in playing the games hates them. The perfect example is I saw you yesterday afternoon, and we we walked past each other, and we both at the same time said, "I got so much to do, and I have no time. I don't know what time we're doing salty dogs." Yeah, and we both felt the same way. It's, don't even talk to me about yeah, this and right now. Yeah, you, know, you and I have like five days of work to get Correct. To, to do in three days, but it doesn't matter a whole lot. No. To this team, if I no. make a typo in one of the <laughs> stories, it does matter if one of our players well, hasn't, hasn't absorbed the uh, this, the uh, game plan yes. well enough and makes a mistake. Well, I will say, if I don't get the correct commercials in the proper places, it does cost money. It so. matters to you on oh, the bottom line, but it doesn't matter to the no, win loss. No, no. But so don't don't feel bad for us no, out there. And I'm not asking you to. Yeah. I'm just saying is is you know as much as what we're jumping through. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel for right. And I think I think what the hardest part about a short week is for uh, the football side, as we like to call it, the football side, is that they have all the same obligations that they would do in five days. Yeah, that's right. The media obligations, right. the, the press conferences, the coordinators needing to talk in a very short period of time. Yeah. So it just kind of gets jumped. You do get paid back a little bit on the back end when we have mm-hmm. a little mini buy. Um, but that's what sucks that yeah, it's, this early. it's this early. Right. Exactly. And, and then our actual buy is only like week seven, which isn't that late. So And, and there's no we, there's no rhythm. I, I don't feel like there's a rhythm to the season yet. because yeah, well, I don't think this season can get in a rhythm when we are going to play this game and then a home game and then be away for six weeks. Oh, yeah. And go to London oh, and take yeah. two trips across the country. Oh, yeah. We're going to spend a lot of time in airplanes. Yes, we are. In the next couple months. 
Uh, so you know, load up your tablet with movies. <laughs> I don't have a movie to uh, to to uh, yes, I know you don't. I was disappointed. <laughs> I'm, 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 well, maybe maybe it'll be. Uh, is this? Let's see. We went to Dallas in August, so yeah, this so is September. Well, there's new round of movies because yeah. it's a new month. So maybe you'll watch something going up and say to me, "Hey, you should watch this I movie." I will recommend it to you if, okay, I, if I, I get a good one. I appreciate you looking out for the dog. <laughs> So you want to go ahead and uh, and wrap this part up we and get can. to Jordan? We can. I'm ready. Yeah, he's. Uh, we don't want to lose him. That's why we need to really. Wrap you this know up. what? I'm going to make a bet with you here. Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to. We're going to stop here and then I'm going to um, go get him. Mm-hmm. And when I walk through the door with him, I bet you he'll be smiling. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good bet. He smiles. <laughs> he smiles a lot. I like. The, you know what? What's funny That's is a good way to be. We have a lot of players that smile a lot. That's true. I don't know if they know something we don't know. <laughs> or I don't think Indomitian Sue smiles a lot. He's he's seems like a serious guy, smart, serious. He's, he, I'm not saying anything negative. I'm sure no, he smiles plenty. No, he. Um, I don't. He's he's very. He seems very he's, serious and business. He's very cordial. He is. He is, he is. He is not rude. He is. Um, but he's not going to go out of his way to say, "Hey, dogs, how you doing?" You <laughs> know, it's his style. It's not his style. No. Yeah, I think we like him a lot. I mean, we do. You know, you've, it's we're going to get him on. It's okay. I'm going to. It's work funny on when that. you. Um, we've talked about this before in this business. You like everybody from afar. You sometimes get opinions of players, mm-hmm. and then they come here and you're like, "Wait a minute, that guy's not anything like what I thought he would be." Mm-hmm. And I think I've given these examples before. Joey Galloway, great guy. Thought he might be like a prima donna receiver, prima donna great type, guy. right? Great guy. Awesome guy. So down great to earth. Guy. Chris Sims. Remember how all the Texas fans hated him because they thought he was the guy with the silver spoon. Super in his guy, mouth? boy, he's doing great now. He's doing great for himself. He's doing but what a great guy, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and, I, and uh, my guy was Darrell Revis. He was not what you expected. I thought he was going to be a prima donna, and yeah. he was not. He I didn't was, have a lot of dealings with him. He, I did a radio show with him mm-hmm. on time every time. Never had to remind yeah, him. I think you said that he before. was just real, and I even I even said to him. You're not the guy I thought you were. And he goes, well, that's what happens when you just read in the newspaper. That's correct. So. I'm sure those guys feel that way a lot. So, yeah, now we're now we're rehashing old yeah. material. So All let's right. go and wrap it up and get Jordan. Hey, you know, you know, you know we're tired. When... <laughs> it's a short week. Okay. Well, the, you know, the beauty about a podcast is you can fast forward. That's <laughs> true. If you want to go ahead and get to the Jordan part, just a couple, maybe I'll 30 put, seconds from now. Yes, we'll, 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 we'll put the time mark here so you don't even have to listen to this part. All right. All right. We'll be, we'll be right back. All right. The Salty Dogs. And we're back here on the Salty Dogs podcast, and I'm still Scott Smith, and mm. that's Jeff Ryan over I there. Am. But uh, we, have, importantly. we have a third person in the room, the, the guest we promised, second-year safety Jordan Whitehead. Jordan, thanks for taking some time to be with us. Oh, no problem. Thank you guys for having me. Now, I know coming off a game that didn't go the way you guys wanted it to go, but um, if we can look at the positives right now, it did seem like – a brand new defense that was effective, and you were effective. We'll talk about that as well. But did this defense feel like it was doing what it was supposed to do? Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Coming uh, off the preseason, you know, we were uh, really expecting good things for the okay. defense. You know, we didn't let up a touchdown like uh, the first team coming in during the preseason. So that was our mindset mm-hmm. coming into the game. Uh, you know, we held them to uh, one touchdown. One touchdown. Yeah. Um, you know, that was our first one. We came back, uh, held them a couple field goals, but. Big thing with the defense, just made a couple plays here and there, some big plays running on the interception, and uh, we had a fumble before the half. Uh, we just get, need to generate a couple more turnovers, you know, uh, 
get a couple more big plays and we'll come out with a win. People say also you got to stop with the penalties because they extend drives, but I think sometimes that's out of your hands. I mean that, for instance, the touchdown you mentioned that you guys gave up came two plays after the the pass interference mm-hmm. call on Carlton, which you I don't yeah. want to make you say anything you that, that the league wouldn't like, but <clears throat> that looked like it was could a, go a either pretty w- tough call. Let's say it could have gone either way. So. Right, you know, uh, penalties will hurt you, especially on third down. Uh, that's the down money down, get off the field. But uh, yeah, we had a couple PIs on third downs on against the Forty Niners that game. But uh, you know, just when we had got the penalty and they started the first down again, we uh, we just need to bow off from there. You know, we still had them back, not really in red zone range yet, so we still had time to defend and uh, yards to defend. Um, we just let one loose. It seems like it seems like you guys are playing fast. And when, when everybody says fast, it's not just necessarily running around. You know exactly what you need to do. Is, oh, yeah. would, would, would that be correct? All the coaches, all our position coaches, Coach Bowles, uh, do a great job explaining to us what's happening during the week of uh, film studies and walkthroughs. You know, um, We get everything we need to see on the field. Excuse me. Go ahead. I don't know if this is accurate and you can tell me I'm wrong, but it seemed like in the second half the circumstances caused you to be deployed closer to the line of scrimmage a lot more, and then you started racking up the tackles. Uh, uh, yeah, a couple calls that coach called uh, had me up to the up on the box and uh, in the backfield a little bit, so I had a couple tackles up there on the line. Uh, you like it up there? I do. Uh, you know, that's um, <laughs> I like to play on the line of scrimmage. I like to be active in the run game and still be able to play in the pass. So. Well, with Justin Evans being put on IR, how's that going to affect you? Uh, you know, Justin was last year. Like I, I came in, he taught me a lot of stuff. Uh, he was the older guy for me uh, that I looked up to in the room, and still he's still the same person. Uh, he'll help out. Uh, he's always there when you need a question. But uh, yeah, just play, not playing with, be able to play with him uh, right now is it's a bummer. Just because he's a great athlete, um, he's a great free safety, and you anybody would love to play with him, but. We have a lot of uh, depth at safety now. Um, we got Mike uh, that they just drafted, and then we got uh, Stu that they just brought in um, from the Broncos. Right. So mm-hmm. we got a lot of great, great safeties. And Andrew Stu's, Adams just came back. Andrew yeah. just got yeah. back. Um, played, he, he was with us last year. Right. right. <laughs> so uh, Stu, he's uh, um, yeah. the vet in the room now, uh, like 10 years. And, yeah. You know, he has a lot of knowledge and just that, picking his brain, he has that, a lot. That's that, more than the rest of them combined. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> is that kind of weird, though, all of a sudden you get a, vet, a veteran in there like that? It, 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 you because, think, because you guys are you guys are kind right. of tight right now. You would now. think, but, uh, like, he came in and he just, like, bringing a lot of knowledge and fits yeah. right in, you know, to the defense and to the safeties. Now, Jordan, you're not the biggest safety in the league, but you hit like it. And uh, somebody told me today that, Pound for pound, you might be the strongest guy on the team. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you think you can take I mean, that title? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, I pride myself in uh, being strong, being in a weight room, you know. Uh, it's just really like a mindset thing. Um, you could be strong in the weight room, but it's just like how bad do you want it? Um, okay. When you're trying to make a tackle, just you, you got to want to make that tackle, you know. He, he's no bigger than you and I. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think he's bigger in some ways. Than I, I mean, <laughs> if we stand up, we're good. <laughs> no. If we have to flex, we're in trouble here. <laughs> Hey, does does uh, Dave Moore just gush about this guy on the radio yes. broadcast? You know, yes. Dave Moore is mm-hmm. he's yeah, he's Pitt guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I bet he takes every opportunity. He does because he's from Pitt too. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Pitt guys yeah. stick yeah. together. You know? But but he's but he said you can play and you're a smart player. Appreciate that. And, he, and that's that was his his strength. Is he uh, Dave was a, is a smart individual, but was a smart player also. You were a top recruit coming out of high school, a guy that played both ways. And from what I read. Penn State was after you, West Virginia, but you chose Pitt. Is it just you had friends there? Or? I know. I was just uh, playing for your hometown, you know. Okay. Uh, when I was yeah. young, coming to high school, my biggest thing was just, like, staying home and 
playing for my hometown, you know, uh, that was my biggest thing. That's pretty cool. Do they have do they have pictures around the facility of guys like Dan Marino and Dave Moore? Oh, yeah, they got our facility is pretty <laughs> unique. You know, they got a lot of guys, former guys and guys in the league on the walls and hanging up, you know. You want to see yourself up there? Or uh, they, 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 yeah, they got me some college, awesome. some, <laughs> some of my jersey up and then college. Now, stuff. Now, now the question is, do they have pictures of you or there's a picture and then you just happen to be in the background? No, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, they got one. They got That's one. Great. Okay. Yeah. So – Okay, you, you played both ways in high school, and you even got to play on offensive pit quite mm-hmm. a bit, really. Right. Um, have you ever, like, gone up to one of the offensive coaches and said, hey, you know? Here, I didn't, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, back at pit, I used to co- uh, tell Coach Narduz, like, I always used to tell him during the game, like, I'm ready, like, I'm ready, you yeah. know? So he would uh, put you, me in. You always got to be careful with that because all of a sudden they may need you, and there you go. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be cool. I, you would like it, I bet, right? Yeah, I would. You know, I'd be on the field as much as possible. So – What's different between this year and last year for you personally? Oh, for me, I just you know year two, a uh, lot more confidence. You know, uh, I'm learning how to be a pro. Uh, I'm going to stop you just for a yeah. second there. When you say learn, we hear we hear that a lot. For you, what is it to learn how to be a pro? Yeah, you know, uh, it's just from everything, from taking care of your bodies to learning how to watch film, um, knowing what like to what to expect on a daily basis, and and in and out the building. Uh, Things like that, and it's big when you have a long season. You coming off a of camp that's switched so long, um, and you're just mindset just camp, 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 and then you go right into the season. Um, you just gotta learn how to manage your time, manage your body, uh, like your study study habits, and you just can't come off of practice and go straight to home and go, do nothing. You gotta just keep studying and. Uh, doing stuff for your body. What are you, What are you doing for this short week? Yeah. Um. You know. Uh. So you got our legs is the biggest thing right now. So are just, they? T- are you tired? Uh. I wasn't too bad after the game. I'm feeling That's pretty good. good. Yeah. You know. So just uh, massages this week. Um. Cold tub, ice, uh, ice tubs. Uh, hot tubs and I think I'd rather therapy, be sore you know? than get into that ice. Yeah, You know, Coach Arians just said this is this isn't really the team he would have preferred to have a short week for to prepare for Carolina because their offense right, it's they a got lot. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're facing a guy like Christian McCaffrey who does they do so many things with, and then there's of course all the option stuff they can do with Cam Newton. I, I imagine that's got to be hard to prepare for. Is it particularly hard for a safety? Oh yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, with Cam Newton. That's like defending another player back there. You know, yeah. he's you can't count him out just as a quarterback. He runs the ball and then he throws the ball as well. So um, you really got to study it this week, and it's a short week, so study got to come up more and meetings got to be a little longer. You know. Um, oh yeah. Just is, so you so you can really pick up on everything. Maybe there is. Is there a key to stopping a guy like Christian McCaffrey? Oh, uh, you got to play fast. You got to play physical because he's a hard runner and he's okay. uh, agile. He cut you he'll beat you in space so you gotta uh really be ready to tackle yeah uh he was on it you won't have to worry about whether or not he's on the field though because they never take him off the field oh he yeah, was on he, the field for every snap i believe it he, he's that's a, pretty amazing you don't see that from running backs he's strong often. yeah strong player you know strong. speaking Is, speaking of running backs hey did you are you enjoying seeing ronald jones your fellow draft <laughs> class guy yeah, like yeah. turning around and really becoming something now yes yeah, it's, it's great you know um like we came in together so seeing him do good things uh, last, last games, you know, is big just because uh, everybody knows what he's capable of. Um, he knows it himself. He's getting confident back there, and he's going to keep running that thing this year. Yeah, Vita Vea is starting. Carlton yeah. Davis, is, that's, that draft class could end up being one of the better ones in a while. Yes. Right? 
Do you have? Do you guys have draft class pride? Do you? <laughs> we don't really. Uh, I guess like out loud, we don't say nothing. Don't think but about it. I mean, every, right at this point, everybody, we all one team. So, so you got a secret look with each guy. Is that <laughs> it? They, only they know only that they you're know. going props. <laughs> hey, we were talking about you being a hard hitter, and that means something different in the NFL now than it used to. I mean, we we watched John Lynch hitting guys, and some of the stuff that was celebrated back then couldn't, couldn't get away with. Yeah, he couldn't play in the league now. Yeah, well, he did just. Um, your former teammate Quan got thrown out of that game, and I, d- I doubt anybody thinks he maliciously did that. Right, right. But he's playing hard. I mean, is it? Do you have to think about it, or have you have you personally like gotten that out of your game? You you know it's um, not going to happen, or I just play fast and I don't I don't think about it too much. Uh, I just I know when I'm trying to make a tackle, just keep your head out the way. Um, but other than that. I'm going 100 miles an hour full speed until something else happens. Hey, can you can you actually think about it though? I mean, on the f- you can't just uh, you know don't put your head down. Like that's the only biggest thing is don't leave with your helmet. Uh, been playing football for so long that it's and just the- second nature to really just okay. tackle somebody without your head. Being and every there. locker room it has that. Yeah, well, I still got to think. <clears throat> Not that you're reading that as you're. It must going be on the locker room sometimes. One last yeah. thing, and we'll get you out of here. Um, I was talking to Casey Phillips. You know mm-hmm. her, and just ask her if there's anything uh, I needed to. D- any, any impression she had of you, because we're going to interview you. And she said, well, he's always smiling, which I think we see. So, um, and then on the field, you obviously play a very physical brand mm-hmm. of football. Do you, are you one of these guys who flips a switch, or do you just continue to smile and it doesn't? Uh, yeah, I, I could flip the switch, but, you know, I have fun when I play okay. it too. So, I'll smile on the field, but I just know when it's time to practice, it's time to play, that yeah. it's time to serious, all seriousness, you know. Well, it's about time for you to get to yeah. a meeting, I believe. Not only is it a short week, but you've had, you got no downtime. Right. You were in here yesterday. We're recording this, this on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is your this is your R&R. Right uh, yeah, now. it's the season now, so Actually, you know, we're all, it's, it's time to Truth be run. told, what's happening is we're cutting in on his lunch hour. Right? <laughs> well, but we're also cutting in on the media time, and I don't think guys miss that. Oh, <laughs> well, that's true. Let's let him get back to that, though. Thank Thanks you. so much. Oh, thanks for the pleasure. Yes, sir. The Salty Dogs. Okay, everyone, we're back here for the third and final segment of this week's Salty Dogs podcast. My favorite section. I remain Scott Smith. Mm-hmm. And I am still Jeff Ryan. So that's uh, good continuity for us. I here like on the it. Podcast. This is about the only thing that's consistent in this podcast. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> okay. All right, one. before you go any further, remember our nurse. Remember our nurse? Yes. That was, oh, yeah, the one who always writes in. Yes. Hasn't yet this season. Yes. Well, her sister called. What? Yes. I get a phone How call. do you not tell me this until not right now? Because I don't like You this. wanted the honest reaction. I wanted the honest you. reaction. What's her name again? Her Well, her sister's name is Susan. Okay. And um, I take a call. And um, I don't identify myself. It just it goes to my it's my office phone. So I just picked it up and I went, yep. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, I'm wondering where the Buccaneer games are going to be broadcast. And I are you talking radio? You're talking TV? And she goes, well, um, I'm over in Melbourne. I said Melbourne because I was in Australia. Melbourne. Oh, is that how they say it in Australia? They they call it Melbourne. Melbourne. Mm -hmm. Okay. so here in Melbourne. And Melbourne, I said, Florida. Uh-huh. I said, oh, I need to look. And, and so I, I looked it up for her. And as, as I'm looking for it, she said, I said something to her. And she goes, is this Jeff? No way. She can tell by your voice. <laughs> and that's what she said. She goes, I'm bragging. She goes, <laughs> she goes oh, I can tell by your voice. And you I have said, a distinctive voice. I said, oh, well, thank you. And, and she goes, 
I, I said, who am I speaking with? And she goes, oh, this is Susan. And then she went about her sister. Mm-hmm. Um, always writes in. Always writes in. Although not in a while. Well, she's a little disappointed. That's why in she, us, I, in us as as a team, yes. Oh, she's pulling back. So a little she's bit. pulling back a little bit. That's Can't what that's that. what Susan said. Got to get her and, back. And that's what I said. I said that's that's not right. That's that's not well, right. What do you, you mean? It's not right that it's happening. You're, yeah, I mean she she, she gets she's a fan. She can she's be mad right all she wants. She wants yeah. yeah, absolutely, no yeah. question. Well, we know that this but, thing needs to get turned around. Yeah, and um, so anyways, I, I did I did and and Susan knows I was going to say something because I said, well, I'm gonna I got to mention this in the podcast, and she said, well, we we listen all the time. <laughs> okay, so, so still would like another letter. Or something yes, like so or email that is. So she always had the best fonts. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. her emails. Mm-hmm. Okay, that well, that's good. So it's kind of good. It's good. And well, bad. it's different. You know, I gave it's an update, but you know, we lost one family member, we gain another. But so you, I, that's interesting that she recognized your voice. You do have a distinctive voice. We use you um, for like phone messages and things like yes. that here. Yes, that's that's what you bring to the podcast. Remember, I'm the Alton Brown of the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Remember that from? Is that right, Alton Brown? I don't know. What are you talking about? The, the famous celebrity chef, Alton. I don't watch cooking shows. Yeah, I know. We talked about that. Now, if you talk about American Pickers, I can tell you all about stuff that what you can the, find. What is American Pickers? Greatest show ever on TV. I, it's not called Lost, so that's not true. No. You know, I have an original VCR tape of... VCR? Our, our VHS tape of Lost that's... T- let me finish. That's never been opened. It, the, the show was on like in 2009. You were still using your VHS in 2009? Lost was in like early 2000. It was it was like mid like 05 to 09. Yeah, but yes, it's still, it's it's sealed. I can give you the full box set of, of DVDs. <clears throat> I don't have time. You make time for the greatest show ever. So uh, what is this American Pickers? Oh yeah, American Pickers is great. It's Frank and Mike, they drive around. They're from Iowa. What do they do? They go and look at, they go and find people's, um, they select, they, they're like, scavengers they go in they go into old barns so for antiques and well not necessarily antiques just really some really cool stuff cars motorcycles bikes it's on the history channel that sounds f- amazingly it, boring it, it isn't it is great uh, it's on all the time i'm not on, taking this on the history channel when i'm bored i flip it on there it is it's good i don't to go. think i've ever watched the history right. channel. but i digress but anyways, you do you digress quite a bit i'm sorry i apologize that was a lot of digressing <clears throat> i hope i hope you guys stayed with us to get to these questions. yeah we haven't even got to a single question yet um but we will now this is from jose lopes or lopez it's l-o-p-e-s so i don't know if that's pronounced lopez lopez um and he actually sent us a question for the first time last week, and we, we addressed it. Okay. So I guess he decided, hey, this is working out. He sent us right. another one. All right. um, hey, Salty Dogs, if you could pick our best draft pick in the last 10 years, who is your pick? And, again, as usual, I've seen these questions, had time to think about it. This is just being thrown at you. So it's a little tougher for you. Our best draft pick in the last 10 years? Mm-hmm. So 2010 I, I th- through 19. I, I think I'm going to make people mad. I, I thought Gerald McCoy was a pretty good pick. I don't think they'll make people mad because you got six Pro Bowls out of them. Uh huh. And, and and I know he's. I know we're facing him against Carolina, but I think I think in the the years when he was here, he, he did what he could, and uh, so I. He's I definitely say, up there. Yeah. Who who do you pick? Well, I think the obvious one for me is Mike Evans. Well, that's a good one too. Yes. It was good in that. Yeah. Obviously, he's a fantastic player. Mm-hmm. He's one of the first. He's one of three guys ever to start their career with five straight thousand yard seasons. You know, barring injury, I'm sure he'll make it six. You know, and, and you know, now you just say Levante David. I, I got him on the list. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. And the argument for Levante over either Mike Evans or 
Gerald McCoy is that Gerald was the third overall pick. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans was the seventh overall That's pick. True. Levante David was a mid-second round pick that we traded up to get. And I think I've told this story before, but one of the scouts told me that was the year we drafted Mark Barron and Doug Martin. And the Mark Barron pick happened after a little trade down. We got some more assets. And then late that night, we thought we were done, and they traded back up into the, into the from the second round into the bottom of the first to get Doug Martin. Okay, and one of the scouts the next day, I said, hey, do you happy with the way it went? He said, yeah, I'm really glad we got the players we did. But the only thing I'm disappointed in is now that we traded up from from the top of the second round, we're not going to have a chance to get my favorite player in this draft, Levante David. He told me this before we before we we got him. And then Levante um, started. He started to fall, if you will. He lasted longer into the second round than they thought would happen. And when it got to a certain point, they were able to swing a deal to trade up and get him. So. All that put together is my way of saying that might be the best pick because he's he's as good of a linebacker as Mike is a receiver and Gerald Gerald no was question. for us and probably still no is question. in Carolina a defensive lineman. And I think the I think with all these picks, I think it, like anything else, the obvious if you're winning more, then the picks seem larger. But I think as an individual players, I think those they're all good, all good. Choices. I got one more though that might right. even be better value, Let but he's hear. no longer here either. Although he was this past Sunday. You're talking about Quan Alexander. It has to be Quan, right? Because that was a fourth round pick. Yeah, that was. Yeah, when we drafted Quan, we had uh, we had just brought some. I think maybe Bruce Carter. We had brought in a veteran linebacker who was slated to probably be the middle linebacker, and uh, we already had Levante David playing weak side. And so when we got him, Quan, we like right away. He's probably going to be your strong side. He's going to battle for that strong side spot, and really round out that linebacker core, right? But it didn't take long in the, in the offseason for them to realize he'd be a really good middle linebacker, and he won that job from Bruce Carter, like, day Medium, one. Yeah. yeah, and he was, he was he never, except when he was hurt, he never relinquished that job, and that's pretty good for a fourth-round pick. Yeah, yeah, and I th- again, I think you just go back, if, if your, win, your wins were more, you know, people would be more on the bandwagon with it, but I think they're, I think you're good. That's, that Hopefully was, 10 years from now we're saying, what? That was a good, that was a good question. It was, good, it was straight into the point, yes. too. It was one I could answer, too. Yeah, I, I like those. Uh, well, I like the long ones when they're funny, too. Mm-hmm. But Okay, here's another one. And okay. there's not really a question involved here, more of an invitation. Oh. Hi, Scott and Jeff. Hi. Hi. Loving the shows and great to have you back for a second year. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Listening to the show last week, I had the thought, how about you doing a Salty Dogs Live from the Buccaneers Allocated Pub off... I think it's pronounced Leicester Square, L-E-I-C-E-S-T-E-R. I don't know where it is. Anyway, it's a it's one of those British words that uh, doesn't look the same. As oh, I see. I see over, over across the pond. With us Leicester Bucks Square. UK fans. UK fans. It's when we go to London. Oh. This is from David Cambridge, part of Bucks UK. Bucks okay. UK those Bucks UK guys are Love them. They're awesome. Yes, they are. They're all of them. They're, they're just unbelievable fans. Mm-hmm. And they come over here and, and catch games, but right. now we're going to them. And we are which they got to love. We are having a Bucks UK fan meet on the Friday night before the game, and it would be brilliant, brilliant. Thanks a million. <laughs> to do some Q&A with us UK fans. Uh, other than the annual Gary Bodily trick plays questions, yes. Mm-hmm. We already have Brian Ford, Captain Fear, and some cheerleaders coming along, and having you guys would really make the night. I think they said it was a Friday night. Even if you don't want to do a Salty Dogs, it would still be great to have you join us. Keep up the great work. Well, thanks a lot, David. Yes. And everybody in Bucks UK. It's an, just that fan club's been around forever. It They're has. awesome. They're such. Their support is amazing. Uh, so we're we'll flying. See. We'll have to see because we fly on Thursday, right? Well, we're flying all night. We get in. I think we're gonna get in there like morning. Friday morning. Okay. So it just depends on you know. And Saturday. Um, I got to go to the stadium and set up and get ready to go. Yeah, Saturday, I'm going to France. You're going to France on Saturday? Nice. 
Now she's going to I'm taking the channel, right? Yeah, I mean okay. that's our plan. We haven't we haven't made arrangements. That'll be good. Yet. You should. Um, but yes, we'll keep it out. No, let me see. Friday what, night, you said. I'll have to look that up. I'll see what tube or what, what. Well, if Brian Ford and cheerleaders are going, I mean, it's obviously an official thing that we could we can go if we if we have the opportunity. Yeah, we just need to find out what tube what tube stop it is. And I don't know if Mind we could do gap. a live show from there or not. No, but we could tape one. That's a lot of work. I don't know if I'm if I'm that committed. <laughs> <laughs> well, in any case. Hope it works out. It, regardless, that's very nice for the of, of an invitation. So thank yeah. you, and we're really looking forward to going over there for a third time. I know it's shocking that I'm saying I don't know if I want to go to a pub or not, but you don't want to go to a pub. <laughs> no, I'm just saying <laughs> shocking that. I, actually, I for going there's to a no, pub. there's nothing better. There's nothing better than going to the going to pubs in Europe. Yeah, I think you can like make some combination of three or four different words, and they'll be like. The Lion and the Crown. I bet you money there's a Lion and Crown pub somewhere. The Golden Throne. The Hound. Oh, the and the there is the basket. There, there is the there is a Couldn't Hound. Think of the Hound and the it's usually the something. There's the something. A, there is there was a pub there is a pub called the Golden Hound. The Queen and the and the flag. <laughs> that's what those pubs are called. From my recollection, From your recollection, which could be a little fuzzy. Fuzzy. All right, one more question. All right. <laughs> hey there, my dogs. Hey there, my dogs. Hey there. Is like, it uh, uh, D-A-W-G-S? No, nope, nope. okay. This guy's name is uh, Aaron. Hello, Aaron. Who says he's a guy who used to live in Tampa and still follows the Bucks in California. So this, oh, this like probably it. helps him. West Coast guy. Go. That's probably why he's a podcast guy. Uh, I'm sending this in right after the San Francisco game. Okay, uh-oh. Oh, I hope we're not going to have some anger. I hope the turnaround is quick enough and you guys can speak to this. You know, before you ask the question, there's a 24-hour rule. Whenever you're going to write something, wait 24 hours before you write it. Okay. Continue. I, I acted like I didn't know, but I've already read this and it's okay. not bad. Okay. Continue. Okay. We're okay. What I'd like to know is what you guys think went wrong on offense. That's not so no. bad. No. It didn't look great. The defense looked pretty good. I'm not writing them off or anything, but that game made me worry a little bit. Can you make me feel better? I think um, we talked about it a little bit yeah, already. Yeah, I think what you need to do is go to the front of the podcast, and you're going to have all the answers you're looking for. Yeah, and it's not the only thing, but the thing that stood out to me, as I said earlier, was less separation than we usually get. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's from Mike Evans being a little under the weather. Maybe guys didn't run the routes as well. Maybe, maybe give San Francisco maybe, some credit for, I was just for the say, coverage. Yeah. They, they played well. Yeah, yes. Um, but that has not generally been a problem for the Buccaneers. No. So I don't think you're going to see – there's no reason for us to have persistent problems in that area. So I expect that to get better. I would hope. Um, the, the good thing is the running game is good. Um, it's better than it was last year, at least through one game. At least through one game. Mm -hmm. uh, and you got two guys now that you can count on instead of just Peyton Barber. And Ronald Jones looks like he could be something, you know, maybe even better than we hoped for. I think that was probably what I was most excited about. It was nice to see that he was seeing the holes. And there were some holes that he was able to cut back into. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. That, I and mean, he broke some tackles. And and last year that seemed to be he was so tentative. Yes. And you can't you can't do the little dance. Like in college you can do that dance and then take <laughs> off. You can't Unless dance. you're Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon yeah. Bell does a little hesitation. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of his deal. Mm -hmm. No, he looked good, and, and he's, as we said, he got bigger over the offseason. He's stronger, and he, they were running him between the tackles. And Bruce says we're a tight end to tight end team. That's where we're going to run the ball mm -hmm. in, in that area. So right. um, he needs to be able to do that. Uh, by the way, I get this question a lot on other things. Nobody asked now, but um, after Ronald Jones has a good performance, I'm always asked, when do you think do you think he he'll replace Peyton Barber as a starter? It could happen, Jeff. It could happen if 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 he continues to be the more productive yeah. one. At some point, it will happen. I I I think um, 
I think I think Bruce likes the yeah. the different style running. Yeah, and and who and and I think it's going to go game to game. The diff because whoever gets the hot hand, they're going to ride. Well, that. right, and and for this game, just to answer that question for fans who asked or are thinking about it, um, Bruce Arians did say they're not changing it up, and he didn't he, he didn't specifically say this week. Mm-hmm. Um, he said we're not changing it up. Peyton's still going to start. Uh, when he gets tired, we put Ronald Jones in there. Mm-hmm. If Ronald Jones has a hot hand in again, then he, he stays, stays in, in until he gets tired and needs a spell. Mm-hmm. But any coach, if you have two players in the same position and one, you like them both, but one is demonstrably more productive than the other, at some point they're going to play that guy more. Mm-hmm. Makes and sense, so, right? So there's, uh, so I just want to say that so that we're not. This isn't anything negative about Peyton Barber, but if if you're Ronald Jones and you continue to do really well, obviously you're going to get more opportunities. At some point, that may also involve starting the game, but it probably doesn't even matter who starts the game with those two guys. It's who ends up getting the most carries, right? Just make it work, you know? (laughs) Well, it did. If I remember back in the day, WD-40, I mean, thunder and lightning. Thunder and lightning, that worked. I mean, it worked. So hopefully we get that back. You know, my team name in the Buccaneers Fantasy Challenge Hmm. is Plunder and Lightning. (laughs) Plunder. Is it really? Yeah, that's the thing where we had the the nine fans won the contest. Speaking of, how did you do? Would you like to hear about how I did? I do. People love to hear other people's fantasy football stories. No, listen. It's like poker bad beats. No, listen. You know how I feel about all of that stuff. (laughs) You know, I just, I don't get it. But but, but this is a challenge. Yes. To uh, uh, from other folks, I want to see how these nine these nine Bucks fans won won a contest. Yeah, I understand. So they get to be in the league Mm -hmm. with the three pros. That's me and and Carmen Vitale, who writes on the website, Mm -hmm. and Casey Phillips, who does a lot of our broadcast. Team reporter, go ahead. And um, so that's the twelve teams. Right. Um, If one of them wins the league, one of them that's if they beat us, beat the pros and wins the league, they get a lot of prizes like tickets and this championship belt and stuff like that. So. that's very exciting, but I think also they like, they want the bragging rights of beating us. I would too. So I'm um, not even playing, and I want to beat you guys. Yes, there was uh, one of the team owners um, was uh, fairly um, confident on the message boards uh, about whose teams were good and whose were bad. Really? Um, didn't didn't think very much of my draft. Mm. Thought he had the best team. We happened to play each other in week one. And. I demolished them. Jeez, I'm shocked by this. Well, absolutely. My team went bonkers. <laughs> the, the smile on your face is yeah, you bigger than Jordan. You think I'd be Jordan. bringing this up if I I think lost? I'm talking to Jordan again. That smile's so big right I, now. I don't think I'd be bringing this up if I had right, No, I understand. So next week we may not be talking now, about it. Now I'm going to be uh, um, ignorant in this. Where well, where can we see this, this I'm gonna, information? I posted a story today. Okay. so And, and so, I'll make sure that the people in the league okay. know it's up there. So then, there's there'll be a weekly wrap-up every Tuesday. And I'm going to take the gloves off, and if if you did badly, you're going to hear about it, and that includes me. I, Inevitably, my team will have some I, bad weeks. I will say this: that is a must read because I enjoy when you get to do, when you get to be you. <laughs> I started this <laughs> the one real off, you. <laughs> I started this one off with a famous quote, quote from The Wire. The most famous quote from The Wire: If you come at the king, you best not miss. <laughs> <laughs> So that's going up Tuesday. Up. So Tuesdays. So. By the time you're hearing this, okay. if you care about that at all, you can read about no, it. No, and, and if Carmen also won her game. Okay. Casey didn't, but still the polls yep. were two for two. Up three. I will say, I'll, I will say this: if if you don't uh, care about it, just read it because it's going to be good fun. Yeah, I hope uh, this one was. That's fun. my that's that's my UK time. Good fun. Good fun. Good. Fun. Well, pick pick cheerio. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. I think we're done. Okay. Very good. This was fun. I, it's, I'm dragging butt, but this was fun. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. <laughs> All right. Since you did, thanks for listening.